The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Today I'm reviewing episode 1296 with Joe List, a very funny comedian. He has uh, some really hilarious stories, and uh, his conversation with Joe honestly was was quite fantastic. Um, Probably one of the funniest stories I've ever heard on Rogan uh, unleashed in this episode and uh, definitely worth a check. So uh, anyway, he's got a new special out. Let's start this review. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? Joe List is a comedian I didn't know a great deal about before he was on the podcast, but after listening to him, I really liked his style a lot. I found him very funny, and and that's enough for me to like Google someone and want to learn a little bit more about uh, their comedy and what they're up to. He's a very funny dude. Uh, first off, the story of him shitting in some girl's shoe is fantastic. If you haven't heard the podcast yet, you got to listen to it just for that one. It was fucking brilliant. Everything about it. The fact that that was a true story is quite honestly just unbelievable. Being that both these guys are comedians and they know a lot of the paths of other comedians and writers and stand-ups and so on, they talk a little bit about writing for comedy shows. Now... If you've been struggling as a comedian, a stand-up, for some time and not getting... You know, you're doing some shitty job, probably. Maybe you're making a little bit of money here and there with stand-up. But it's it's not a lot for most comedians. You know, probably 99% of them, maybe. And uh, then you get a writer's gig. You know, you start writing for a show. It, I'm sure, for a lot of them, seems amazing. You get medical... Um, you know, you get probably a 401k, it's, you know, corporate a lot of times, so uh, it's just stable, and you're able to uh, help your family on it and all the rest of it, so, you know, I can understand the appeal to do it, but Rogan talks about, and so does Joe List, that you can get stuck in that trap to where you're not able to do stand-up as much, maybe do it on the road at all because you 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 have to like you you have this obligation you have to go into this um company so so you lose you know a lot of your stand-up and then there's great comedians out there that have been in this trap and they haven't been able to uh really build up the audience like you know rogan has or burt kreischer or any of those other people it's it's an interesting thing to hear because you could imagine the push-pull of that position. 
and it it just brings up that question of like not necessarily selling out i don't think that that's what it is but just like really prioritizing what you want to do and i think that that is an important message for a lot of people that are really doing anything you know are you selling out it, it well okay are you compromising too much on what is really going to make you happy because the what i'm hearing from the way these guys talk about this you know and gals is that um is that they got they got st- stuck doing that and it just didn't bring them the kind of happiness and joy that they wanted maybe it gave them a bit of space they could pay some bills you know they got some experience in some areas but they they lose that that stand up edge and and that's really what they wanted to do in the first place it's just one of those messages that really resonates with me when i hear because i i think it, it's so important to really focus on the most important thing that you want to do uh we all have to make compromises of course we all do in different areas uh i have a different job that i don't care about so much but uh i got to do it because i don't get paid to do this and um you know i don't get paid to do anything else that i really enjoy doing so you know you got to do a little bit of that but the hope is that you stay focused on your task and then and then you you know you really get to fulfill you know, I guess your potential, right? You've got to have the discipline to do that. Uh, Joe List talks about how when he went into Joe's studio, Joe is playing Quake. That game Quake, Joe is really getting into. Obviously, if you're a, a Joe Rogan fan, you know that he played a lot of Quake in the past. If people play, you know, who plays this game? Is it good? Is it that good? Uh, I, I want to know. Uh, I kind of want to get into it too. It seems... Hey, if it's f- that fun, uh, you know, I want to do it. I haven't played Quake. You know, I feel like an old man. I need to play some Quake. Uh, Joe talks about giving his kids an hour of screen time every day, right? That's all they can get. Um, kids today, they have so much access to all these, you know, devices, iPads, phones, whatever, that I think limiting them is probably not a bad thing, right? I mean, they can still get to do it, but they get a bit of bit of space there so joe says he does the same thing and even though he's running a business and he's that busy i think that that is a really cool sign of discipline you know i don't know how much screen time i get a day but it's probably more than that and it it wouldn't hurt i don't think to for anybody to think about limiting that that kind of time um when it comes to comedians they really get into some some great things on this podcast they talk about Comedy sometimes is all about killing, right? If you're a stand-up, because you just you feel like you're not good unless you're killing. Nobody will book you unless you're killing. But at the same time, that can put so much pressure on you that can lead you to maybe stealing some other people's jokes. And uh, really, in a fucked-up way, it's it's almost more about bombing. You learn more about bombing when you're doing something like that, and and that's how you learn. But but in a lot of ways, that's how all of us learn everything. If you think about it, it's it's the failures that allow you to learn. The problem is, if you're failing all the time, it feels fucking awful. So you've got to have a bit of a balance. And when you're failing as a stand-up, it probably feels worse than anything you can possibly imagine. So, of course, they start talking about Ari, Ari Shafir, one of the greats. You know it. He's a legend, right? He has a great podcast. 
If you guys don't listen to that, you've got to. It's so interesting. It's very different than a lot of other podcasts. He can just talk away on his own, and it's so fascinating. And it really is. I mean, it it inspires me every time I listen to it. I'm like, this guy, the way that his brain thinks is unbelievable. But Joe says he's figured it out, right? He figured out who he is, and he doesn't compromise, right? He doesn't at all. He's a he's a fucking legend. If he doesn't like the way something goes, that's it. I and I don't know all the ins and outs of how he lost his show on Comedy Central, but I, I'm sure it's probably something similar to that. He was like, you know what? Fuck that. I don't care. Right? And he's a nice guy. Super nice. Similar to Joe. He takes care of people. If you go on the road with him, like Joe List, I guess, did a show with him. And Eric uh, took care of everything. Like, he, he really takes care of people. And, and that's something that's important. Taking care of people people around you, people that have added benefit to your life, it never hurts. You know, I don't I don't feel like there's a price on, on what you can give them. Uh, I like that a lot. I, that's a lesson that I, I take away from it. Uh, Joe Liss was talking about being pretty anxious coming on the Rogan podcast. I'm sure a lot of people do. And it's something that you don't really think about when you listen to it. You just think, oh, they're, they're either a famous person or a professional person. They're the kind of person that knows what they're talking about and they're, they're all prepared. But when you think of the magnitude of this show, and even though Joe really does put you at ease and there's not this huge production team that's like, okay, you're on in five, come out, come through the curtain at this time and stand here and shake his hand and then sit on the couch. It's not any of that pressure. But it's still millions and millions of people listening to you. And that must be that must be pretty scary, you know, for the for a lot of the guests that are coming on. Especially the ones really trying to make a name for themselves and, and represent themselves well. It, it must be difficult. Um Lastly, they talk about Joe List opening up for Louis C.K. He opens up for Louis C.K., right? And and both Joes have a lot of good things to say about Louis. Um, people have a lot of different opinions about Louis and what he's been up to. But the big question there is like, you know, and Joe Rogan talks about it. He's like, when when is enough enough? When is enough time passed for someone to be forgiven? You know, and you have to think about what he did and what it is. And I, and I didn't even want to say what the crime was because it wasn't a crime. He didn't break the law, right? He upset some people and, and did something that's, that's awkward and uncomfortable and I, I don't know how everybody felt about what happened right some people spoke out about it so they weren't all happy about it I mean some people were upset and that's fair enough they're allowed to be and people are protesting at a show and they have the right to do it this America right do it if you're upset do it um but at the same time it's like with all this controversy and and Louis being a really pretty controversial c- comedian anyway, I think it's making it a little bit harder for him to come back. And he took some time out. He chilled. They they released that that um, audio of of his set before he had a chance to really perfect it, and he took a lot of cris- criticism over that. But um, you know, Rogan talks about he thinks he's going to come back with a solid hour, and he's going to crush. And I think he's going to do that too. I think he's going to address this. And Rogan brought up another point that I really like, that maybe maybe Louis could come out and, and talk about everything that's happened in more detail and put himself out there and and, um, and really take ownership for what what it was and, and then people can get past it. But no matter what, 
We need to, with all this accusation bullshit that's going on and everyone, you know, trying to just take everyone else out, we there needs to be a road for redemption. Like, people make mistakes. People do some weird things. And if it's not a crime, if it's not super heinous, and it's just like a mistake and some silly things and people can grow and change and learn, we need to have a dialogue. We need to have a way back, you know, a sincere way back. I don't know. Anyway, that's my two cents. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Thank you guys, as always, for downloading. I really appreciate it. And as always, again, you know, send messages. Let me know what you're thinking. And uh, love you guys. Peace.